So my friends, today we celebrate this great feast of the Solemnity of the Body and Blood, the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, also known as Corpus Christi, when the Church invites us to pause and reflect this weekend upon the reality of the Eucharist, which is so central, which is so, so central to our lives as Catholics. The Eucharist, it is the source and the summit, the Second Vatican Council tells us. The Holy Mass and the reception of Holy Communion, the source and the summit of the life of the Church. Everything flows from the Mass, and the Mass is the highest point of our life of faith. In fact, sometimes when people say, Father Casey, you know, I don't know how to pray, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do, like, coming to Mass is the best thing we could do. Being at Mass is the best prayer that we can make, being here and being part of these prayers. This is the summit, this is the mountaintop, being right here and particularly in receiving Holy Communion, receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord in Holy Communion. You can't get much closer to Jesus than that. I mean, that's it when we receive His body and blood in Holy Communion. And we do this every Sunday every single Sunday, and so sometimes it could become just normal. Or worse, it could become a chore. But this is it. This is the most important time of our entire week to be here at Sunday Mass, to worship Almighty God with the entire church, and then to receive Jesus himself, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. The blood of Christ the unblemished lamb, poured out for our salvation. And so when we as Catholics read the words that we just read from the Gospel of Mark, when Jesus took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them, and said, take it, this is my body. We do that at every single Mass. We take bread. It's blessed. It's broken. It's given. And the word, at those words, we believe at those words, when the priest standing in the person of Jesus Christ says, this is my body, that what was bread actually becomes the body of Christ, is the actual body of Jesus Christ. That you can't point to the Eucharist and say, that's bread. It's not bread anymore. The big theological word for this is transubstantiation. What it means is the substance, the what it is, changes, right? So, so what is this? This is a podium. This is a pulpit, lectern. It's got a lot of names, but we all know what it is. The substance of it, it's a pulpit, a lectern. What's this? This is a book. What's the substance of that stuff in the ciborium back there? That's bread. You can point to it and say, that's bread back there. But when we take it, when it is blessed, and given. And when the priest says those words, this is my body, you don't point to that anymore and say, that's bread. No, it's not. That is the body of Christ, the most holy Eucharist. It's the same with what was wine. We take wine. And here we have Jesus took the chalice of wine. Again, he gave thanks, gave it to them, and they all drank it. He said, this is my blood of the covenant. So at every Mass, when we take that chalice full of wine, and we say, this is the chalice of my blood, 
The priest standing in the person of Christ. That stuff back there in the cruet, that's wine right now. We can point to it. It's wine. It comes out of a bottle. It is the work of human hands. It's wine. But in a few moments, when it's in the chalice, after those words, it is the blood of Jesus Christ. We're going to talk a lot about this this year because in this year, year B, we read the Last Supper discourse during the Sundays of the summer when Jesus explains this more. But this is so central to who we are as Catholics that we don't believe that this is bread and wine anymore after the Eucharistic prayer. It is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's actually Him. This is why when we come into the church, we genuflect. The Eucharist, the body of Christ, is reserved in the tabernacle. And so this is why when we come into the church, we don't just treat this space like we would treat a living room or a hall. There's something special about this space. Because the body of our Lord is here is right here. This is why it's beautiful to come and pray in the church throughout the week. This is why we're keeping the doors open and the lights on. It's a little bit expensive, but it's worth it. Why? Because this is different than praying at home. Praying at home is good. We should do it. But guess what? Jesus is actually here. Like actually sacramentally here. The body of Christ is here. We actually believe this. It's not a symbol. It's not... Some people say, oh, that's Catholicism. That's a beautiful symbol you have with you. It's not a symbol. If, I, if it's a symbol, we should all just go home right now. It's worth... Just let's go. It's not a symbol. It's the actual body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is why every year we need this feast of Corpus Christi. Because we have to be reminded of that. We have to be reminded, this is the body of Christ. What did it cost Jesus for us to have this Mass? You know, I could add up the cost to the church. What does it cost to have us here? The lights, the beautiful air conditioning. What does it cost us to have all of that? The supplies, the vestments, everything. What did it cost Jesus for us to have the Mass? Everything. Cost him his life. This is his body and blood. You don't get that for free. No, it cost him his life. He gave his life for us to have this Mass right here. And so even me, I had a very busy day today. So it's like, all right, now we have Mass. Like, no, that's a terrible thought. It happens to all of us, priests included. But when that comes, it's like, no, this is the gift. This is it. This isn't something to fit into the schedule. This is something to build the schedule around. Because it's here in the Mass that we receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. That he's truly present to us. And so a couple of practical points that really help bring that home. When we receive Holy Communion, and myself or the deacon or one of the Eucharistic ministers says, the body of Christ, we say, Amen. And again, it shouldn't just be like rote memory, whatever, the body, amen, we'll say it in our sleep. Like, no, the body of Christ, amen. If I can't say amen to that, if I actually don't believe it's the body of Christ, then I shouldn't receive communion. I really shouldn't. The body of Christ, amen. It's a prayer. It's an assent. I'm not receiving bread. This is not bread. It's the body of Christ. 
And so just very practically focus on that when you receive communion. The body of Christ. Amen. When you get back to the pew, you've just received the body of our Lord. And so spend that time to be with Him. To be with Him. To rest with Him. Some people will say, I feel far from Jesus. Well, when I've received Him in Holy Communion, He is so close. I've just received Him into my body. No matter how far I feel, I'm physically close to Him. And so take the time when you go back to the pew, not just to think about what's going on after Mass, not just to pay attention to what cool shoes people are wearing as they go up for communion. None of that, no. Just take the time, close your eyes, and just be there with Jesus. He's Jesus. He loves us. This is the time to be with Him in special, intimate communion. To be in communion with Him. To be in that relationship. Another point. If for some reason we've done something to offend Jesus, to break our relationship with Him, and as Catholics we call that mortal sin, then we shouldn't receive communion until we've been forgiven, until we've made up with Him. Right? You don't receive a gift from someone who you're fighting with. First you apologize. You restore the relationship. And so if we know we have those big things on our heart, we need to just go to confession. I want to receive Jesus, but I want to receive him in that good relationship with him. And so I go to confession. If we know in any way that person that I'm going to receive, I've done something to hurt, well, I need to ask that forgiveness of him. I need to, I need to make up with him. Because it's really him. And it's not bread. If it's just about eating bread, it doesn't matter, but it's really him. And so if I've broken that relationship, well, then I need to make up with him. I need to receive his mercy and forgiveness, which is sure as the day when we go to confession. So then receiving him, we're on those good terms. We're on those terms of friendship. And then finally, we hear in the gospel that after all of this, after singing the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And we know that's when the passion starts. That's when Judas betrays him and the whole thing. But after singing a hymn, after this all finished, it's a beautiful practice at the end of Mass, after we sing our hymn, to let the next thing you do to just be to kneel down, even if only for five seconds, just to kneel down and say, thank you. And that presupposes, of course, not leaving after communion, which, by the way, I've been in some churches where most of the church leaves after communion. Here, I don't notice anyone leaving. Maybe it's because I'm not paying attention, but whatever. It's great here. But when Mass is concluded at the end, we've received something that costs Jesus everything. And so we should just kneel down and say thank you. Just say thank you. When we thank someone, we recognize what they've given us costs something. It's worth something. And so I should say thank you. This Mass, that Eucharist, cost Jesus his life. It cost him everything. And so when Mass concludes, after the, after the hymn ends, just let the next thing be to just kneel down and say thank you. For as short or as long as you want. But if we continually do that, then we're going to recognize, yeah, this is important. This is something important. This is a gift I've received. 
My friends, the Eucharist is so central to who we are as Catholics. We need this feast today. The Feast of Corpus Christi. If we get the Eucharist right, everything else follows. So today we thank our Lord Jesus, really, truly given us his body, blood, soul, and divinity. When we receive communion, we say amen. We make it a prayer. When we get back to our pew, we recognize we're in that intimate communion with him. If we've offended him in any way, we get to confession. When Mass ends, we just kneel down and say thank you. Being close to our Lord Jesus Christ, who shed his precious blood for our salvation.